Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Yeah, we're gonna bring down these Berlin walls standing up in Africa. And Africa. Since 1885. Africa. They've been keeping us divided. Africa moja. But now it's enough of that divide and rule. Africa wide. Time for my people to come together. Together. We, we are, are one Africa. Africa. Yes, I know to these borders. What? Yeah. What? Bamako, Kampala, Kigali, 
Khartoum, Maputo, Algiers, Abidjan, Juba, Goma, Yaoundé, Windhoek, Lilongwe, Porto Novo, Satome, Praia, Kotonou. So many places, so many people, but we are one Africa. This is Sound Bites International Radio. Black Conscious is the claim. One world is the aim. You already know. Bringing the uh, conversations pertinent to our, Af- our African, our diasporic landscape. Uh, hopefully, in, in hopes of, in prayers of uh, making a better world landscape for us all. So I'm Hasir Khan Nefera, and this is... Nefera to my Tira. And it is... Africa, Africa Day, Day African Africa. Liberation Day, and all those other sound effects. You know how that go, people. Bing, bing, so, yeah, bringing you your to, guns, your drums. We're so, here to celebrate bop, our people. Bop, 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 lick Absolutely. Yes, yes. So, oh, the goodness. So, we want to bring that African energy up in here. Um, you know, being a you know people American. Born and raised on this on this on this soil, but our, our hearts are rooted in the soil uh, with our people um, in the African continent. So we are here. We are celebrating, lifting up our people, lifting up our history, lifting up the energy uh, and the root of the land in all that we do. So that's Always. what we're talking about today, Shay. Um, and you have the thing up for African Liberation Day. What that is? Absolutely. I'm gonna share a little bit of what it is. Um, for, for those who don't know about African Liberation Day. Right, want to be clear. Just Share it out, you know what I mean? Yeah, so Africa Day is a precursor um, to, Afri- to the African Union, celebrated by the Organization for African Unity. African Unity being a very powerful conversation. Pan-Africanists, all African people, diasporic Africans mm-hmm. are our people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Organization for African Union was established in 1963, um, May 25th. So we celebrate this day for the coming together of the African unions um, outside of and still struggling with um, colonialism. And as year after year after year after year, each country got free, got free, got free. They joined um, their collective as the African Union. So this is why we celebrate that, because it's important for the continent to be made whole. We understand um, that the continent has been stripped away and some individuals thought it was their right to go and have a conference with no Africans present and carve up Africa, Um, which was the Berlin Conference, which is like really shocking that that this, this event occurred wherein, you know, people who are not from the continent have no concept of the continent or the people and it was never a conversation of their well-being decided that they should be able to have access to this land to the people to the resources which so the coming and the being made whole and a progressive the time progression as it has been occurring it's important that we we celebrate so many things that are not to our don't support us in any way, have nothing to do with, Mm -hmm. actually have nothing to do with us at all. But somehow we find ourselves making lemonade out of the lemons that we have been given and we are, quote unquote, making the most of our situation. Exactly. Um, You know, 
oh, it's not all the gloom and doom. It has absolutely nothing to do with gloom and doom, simply about what's good for the African, what's good for you, what's good for the people, what's good for the future, what's good for the children. Um, it is a conversation of whether or not we are present with our concept. So if you're not aware of the African Union, you want to make yourself versed in the site the African Union and find out what their plans are because apparently the African Union has some plans in place and they have some prospectus in place um, running until 19, uh, I'm sorry, to 2063. They have some, uh, several committees and different things and agendas that they have been working on um, that is a start as far as I'm concerned, it's a start, but um it centers African needs. So that's where we are right now. We're centering African needs. We're centering African consciousness. And that's the point. Mm -hmm. So um, we shared our sister, One Africa, from yes. the Bantu Queen. Yes, shout uh, out to the Bantu Queen. We kicked it off a little different today with that One Africa energy. Yes, uh, the with Bantu that lovely Queen. Track. Shout out to Blackbird. From Zimbabwe, she's coming Ashe. out of Zimbabwe One right now. Zimbabwe. Ashe and the people in the family over there. Absolutely. So, it, it, it it's it's a varying conversation as to how people feel about a Pan African conversation. Um, so, my main concern is how do we get um, individuals from across the diaspora to come into the concept of One Africa. Because we know, and, and for myself, I know that there are African people that don't even, they don't call themselves African. As far as they're concerned, they're American, or they're black, or they're human. So having a conversation about what is good for Africa is a, um, it, 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 we have to use that concept of unity in order to support ourselves because uh, people with no land, right, that puts us in a very vulnerable situation. So we get to celebrate our holiday as a part of the African diaspora. What's happening in the continent, it's our problem. Mm -hmm. it's, our, it, it, it's our business, not problem, it's our business. Right, right. What's happening on the continent is our business. We know more about what Beyonce wore to the Grammys and Nicki Minaj and what color lipstick she had on and what color her wig was this time or what have you than we know about our own business. Mm. So this is why I'm always saying to you, African, get your house in order. Um, things that are important to you, that are important to the diaspora, that are important to our future and our community. So um, we get to focus on those things. Sure. Give thanks. Yeah, we definitely get to focus on those things. And that, and that starts, and, and it really starts with the self-identification conversation and really, like, educating ourselves. We have to choose it. We have to choose it, right? Um, we choose a lot of things in our lives and that we tend to not connect with as a choice. Um and a lot of the human condition, especially in America, has had us sitting in, the, in, in this, this condition of belief that we don't have choices, that our choices are whatever has been made for us, right? That whatever, whatever is good for us has been already been chosen by some other otherworldly being who actually just sits in the, in the office and, and dicks up their nose and makes laws that don't actually pertain to us or, or pertain to our benefit. So realize, first and foremost, African, I mean, really all humans, um, but realize, African, you have choices. 
um, realize African in America, you have choices. You you are not choiceless. You have every bit of power to make the choices and decisions that can set off your life and set it on fire. So start with choosing who you are as an African, right? Um, and choosing that first, because at the end of the day, everyone else will put that first as your de as a detriment to what's going on in society. So why not put put that first in your life as a means to heal the rest of the world and yourself? So um, it starts this and self healing starts with self identification. So being be that as it as it is, whether it's you do African ancestry or or talk to the elders. Um, shout out to um, the brother Doctor Umar was on live today speaking about those those, those type of ways to, to kind of connect. Um, if you have the elders in your life, especially if they upwards of 90, 100, what have you, then more than likely they 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 have a collective history within their own psyche around what they were taught when they were younger. Because then that means, you know, they had you know their elders who were in the eighteen hundreds or what have you, and lived through a lot of what we what we've gone through within our history. So take the time to connect with the elders. Make that a choice, even if you feel like that. You know, there there has been a massive disconnect in how we connect with our elder community and elder community is, is is the strong the strong foundation of the african community of the village and it should be the strong foundation of Give us thanks. here um stateside right um because that's what the history is if you don't know your history if you don't know where you've been how are you gonna know where you're going so right. you, have, you have to know where you've been and, and what you what your energy and your dna has been immersed in to know how you can best put it forward to create a future that you that best benefits you and your family and your legacy right um so it, it, it's it's good to connect with the elders um, and get in that that mode again, and that's where the family starts. It's about the family because with family and, and putting the energy in that and the idea of the collective comes an understanding of the village. And when we stand strong as a village, we stand strong as a community and as a people, then nationwide and then worldwide, and we get to stand as one. And no one can stop that. No one can right. stop that that build that takes place. And the understanding that gets to take place. Peace and blessings, Sister Carol. Good evening to you. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, Michelle. Michelle thank, thank you for you. joining us, joining the conversation. Brother Nayim, we're talking, Brother Nayim. Thank you. We, we're talking about African Liberation Day and just kind of being in the spirit of, of, of African spirituality, African soul. What does that mean to you? And like, how do we relate to that? How do we move forward in that energy? Um, really looking at solutions. We'll just talk about. I'll talk about that in just a second because we've been we've been going back and forth about that. You know, just what yes. it is to be conscious in this society today and like that. So if you find value in this conversation, please feel free to share. Share the link. Um, share the link, share the broadcast. Um, again, we also on, we're also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well, so you can listen to past episodes that we've had over the past three years that we've been doing this. So Give thanks. Um, one love to everybody. Well, this particular yeah. method, we've been right. doing so many different things yeah. uh, in terms of being in, in contribution to the community and shifting mm -hmm. the consciousness mm -hmm. because repetition is the mother of all learning. That's right can't get away from the change if you don't do the repetition. Mm. It's got a necessary, it's absolute necessary. That's mm. how we got to where we are now right. because someone had access to our consciousness Ashe. repetitious. Ashe. And Let's with, do and, it. And within that, as, as I mentioned a, a second ago, is mm -hmm. we here with Soundbites, we want to get into these conversations mm -hmm. and see them as solutions to what's taking place to Good us thanks. versus um, constantly being a reaction to problem or being being reactionary. Uh, in, in, re, be a reactionary to what's taking place. Right. And what tends to happen in reaction to what's taking place is someone is at fault versus what's the solution behind that, which is how do we stand for each other? How do we find, how do we heal ourselves? Um, never mind what's going on outside because it's going to keep going on. 
right? It's going to keep going on, especially as long as we keep giving it energy. That's not to say ignore that, ignore that it exists, but it's to say to focus your energy where it actually matters. And where actually it can, can make an impact. You're building your stronghold. You're building your, fort your fortress of strength by in being in tune with that. As long as you keep pedaling around with what's going on outside, you'll never, you'll never finish building the fortress. So you might as well keep building your fortress, keep building your foundation and, and what you have within you and in your collective and in your village and your people and your family. Once you strengthen that, no one can break that. So that's that, right. so that's that's what this is about, and that's what we what we aim to do with each broadcast that we have here with Soundbites and, and within these conversations. Um, we may not have all the answers, but we look we we have the answers based on our research. Definitely in practice, and and it's all in practice. It's a constant journey. We're always learning until we're dead. So we 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 love to engage with you as a family to hear your thoughts as well, like as you know sharing in the chats or just talking to us off, offline, what have you. Because it's a growing conversation, we do this together. You're right. We this is a, this is an ongoing conversation. You know what? As we, long as there are circumstances, there will always there be will a need. always be a conversation. Right? Hopefully, there will come a day when there no There's longer no is. But yeah. as of right now, right, we are in a healing curve. So and let us do it. This is what it is, and this is what it is, and this is what we're dedicated to. We're not denying um, that. We're not denying that. There's stuff happening out here, right? Um, so we get to be in conversation around it because it's not going away. So we might as well deal with it, face it head on, and look at what the solutions are. And the solutions start with us. We're not Thanks. looking to us enough. We're not looking to heal us enough. We're not looking to be with one another enough. It's we come to this place where it's painstaking to even be with ourselves, and that's not okay. And when I say be with ourselves, not just the community, but literally ourselves, right? And seeing the truth that's taking place within our, our, our own internal being, selves. our internal selves, right? And we need to get into that. We need to get into that groove of being with ourselves, no matter how hard painstaking it is, because it is. We're epigenetically ingrained with some harsh realities and traumas that have taken place and are no of, of no quote unquote fault of our current own, but it is with ingrained within our history. Let's so how do we get it. to change the cycle? Right? And it starts with having the conversation that the cycle does exist, has happens with the conversation of knowing what is taking place and it means to put in the steps with each other consistently, persistently and collectively to find a solution. Not be reaction in, in the drama of what's happening, right. but find the actual solution. Well that drama conversation yes. is uh, I beg your pardon. That you drama, know. that drama conversation, it's part of our low vibration. It's a part of low vibration. It's a an insatiable desire. You, Sister Lisa, thank you for um for foolishness, mm -hmm. right? It, it, we've be, we've gotten broken in. Appreciate you, Sister Lisa. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank um, and listen, in. family, please share the link. Share. Please share the link. Oh, give thanks. Shouts out to share. Appreciate uh, y'all. Appreciate you. you all for all sharing for the sharing the link and sharing the conversation. We really need to get in touch with our family. We mm -hmm. have to have mm -hmm. repetition is the mother of all learning family. This is why you are inundated with the foolishness. I tell that story about um, the golden child when the instructions was to keep the child covered on all sides with evil. Mm. Keep the child covered on all sides with evil. They had the child sitting in the middle of. Uh, uh, a four-year-old, I don't know, four or five, six-year-old. I don't know if you guys remember the movie The Golden Child for a visual. Like six or whatever. But whatever for a visual of snake. this, Eddie Murphy's movie The Golden Child, the child represents the African. Mm -hmm. The child represents you. You, the African diaspora, and our people are consistently sitting in the middle and on all angles, on all sides. When you look around this room in The Golden Child, there was all of this crazy writing spells that they had around this child at all times, mm -hmm. on the floor, everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and that is now we're living in a technological era, so it's the social media. 
It's even the education. It's at the job. It's in the people. Mm. When they say keep you surrounded by evil at all times, it is, it's mechanized in many ways. Mm-hmm. It's mechanized. The evil that's around you is mechanized in many ways. And if you're not aware of it, it is programming you. This is why I say to you, African, are you an agent of the matrix? Mm. If you haven't identified that you are actually an agent of the matrix, you haven't really got started yet. Yeah. You need to understand that you want to confront the fact that you've been cultivated in this matrix. And by virtue of it, you want to identify that it is there so that you can begin to be with it. And like ultimately deprogram the behaviors and the actions because it's on autopilot. There's no more chains. This is not a prison anymore. Mm -hmm. It is a physical prison that quite many of us are complacent with our oppression because we choose to be subordinate to our position in the world Mm -hmm. because it takes work to have to confront the fact that you yourself are an agent of the matrix. It's not your fault. You was born. You got into the world. You came into the world. Boom, you showed up. You was here. And your parents gave you and covered around on all sides with evil. Evil is anything that is contrary to the African's greatest good. Right. No hocus pocus. No, 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 no. No dastardly villain with a curly mustache. Evil can look a a very, varying. Anything that's contrary to the well-being of the African is considered evil as far as I'm concerned. It is an enemy of the African. Mm -hmm. Anything. Anything, anybody, any thought, any way of being that is contrary to the Mm -hmm. African's greatest good is evil to me. Including your own thoughts. Including your own thoughts. So you want to be with them, Mm -hmm. right? And there's no sense in having shame around it because... Like, how practical is shame? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things in our society that has you be, uh, give thanks, Brother Joseph. Thank Bless you for coming. I appreciate Joseph. you. Um, there is a lot of things in our society that would have you not want to be with the circumstances and authenticity in the experience that's impeding the African's greatest good. So as long as you're holding your head down to it, you're not making any adjustments. Which is why a great many of the things that we do, because we're not facing the fact that we have to address. Beyonce has Sasha Fierce. And this is basic psychology. She was able to be a freaky, freaky deaky, sex crazed, (laughs) wow, jungle woman named Sasha Fierce. That's what she was able to be so that she could compartmentalize her lower vibration urges, Mm. her alter ego. Because they had to look a certain way to the rest of y'all. So that she could step into, because like right after that, she decided to become a mother. Remember, right after she hung up Sasha Fierce, about a year later, or two, about a year and some change later, she got pregnant. Well, she went towards having a baby. Right. Right. She was becoming a mother. So she was changing her image as a mother. And moving into a different area of maturation. When you look at the Matrix and you see these things, it's all entertaining and it's all fun and it's all laughs and jokes. But you know what? There is a contradiction in a mother thinking that she could walk around here and be freak nasty, hot body, make nasty, throw your booty all in everybody's face and still be a mother and be respected. Like there's a real contradiction in that. But there are many women whom Beyonce is an example for who have not compartmentalized the image and what's happening, ha- actually right. happening that are actually trying to do that. Mm. They're actually trying to be that person. Mm. 
But she knows better. She knows better. Because she knows the image of motherhood and parenting didn't look like that for her. Mm-hmm. She knows that. And also in her own consciousness and development, you get to un- unpack whoever that individual that is within you that is an agent of the matrix, whatever you want to call it, Karen, Becky with the good hair. Because a lot of black women that are running around here as Becky with the good hair, white girl images in their minds, and unfortunately, they are trying to replicate that in their own lives and they cannot do it. There is a conflict in that space. So you get to acknowledge the fact that you may necess- you may be a victim of the um, of the matrix and these circumstances because they are the epigenetic traumas of our of our life's journey. Dr. Joy DeGruy calls it the epigenetics. She calls it, you know, you got to deal with that. You got to look at that conversation and you got to be with it so that you can then become empowered to do something about it because you actually can do something about it. You actually can. You actually can literally every day work towards doing something about it. And I talk to you guys all the time about that critical mass. Mm-hmm. If we can get enough folks unplugging from the matrix, Neo stepped out of the, the pod and said, why do my eyes hurt? And Morpheus said to him, because you've never used them. Mm. You've never seen through your natural African eyes before. You've never peered off into the society that you're living in with an eye of consciousness that allows you to celebrate African Day mm-hmm. above Christmas. You never had the consciousness that made African Day, Africa Day, a priority in your life. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to you that someone offered you, well, don't spend your life being a color. Um, I'm not black. I'm African. See, don't spend your life being a color. Greetings, my sister. Blessing, blessings. Thank I you have a land, me. and the people from the land were Nubians. They're, they're, they're from Al-Kebalon. They're... Ethiopian at a time, it depends on what time in history you're looking out at that landscape. Mm-hmm. It had a different name. As it grew, as it grew in territories like everything else, as it grew in territories, as it grew in space and reach, the name changed. Right? People of the sun, I'm people, I'm from the people of the sun. The people of the sun has a land. Mm-hmm. It's called Al Kebalon, Africa, Nubia, Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Where you at with that conversation, mm-hmm. right? And it's a social—it's a social reason for having to call yourself in association with your land. Mm-hmm. They have the African Union. The African Union has resources. Peace, Sister Loria. Thank you for joining us. Give thanks. The conversation. And then I think like. Oh, no, you finish your no, what? No, and it's what I, and what I feel like a lot of what this conversation is, um, whether it's relating to however you're relating to the African conversation, mm-hmm. um, to the liberation conversation, to taking up the mantle of pushing this this whole conversation forward, tends to be, um, and anybody can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm totally open to being wrong. Totally open but, for it. Um, it really what it comes down to is it, it, it seems like this insurmountable surmountable task. It seems it's just this daunting task to push this forward to, to jump into this conversation. It actually really doesn't have to be. And the thing and the thing is is that without ever having access to being able to have this conversation, it, it, it it's it's hard to see exactly what steps to put forth into it. So so that's why that's why it becomes a conversation to see how to do so. It could look like getting, you know, the proper research, getting one book, starting with a, a book, whatever mm-hmm. that book looks like to have that that has the that, that relates the most to this conversation, for me, one of the one of the books. I mean, 
I got a lot of it from, you know, my, my uncle. I spoke to my uncle a lot when I was a kid and just kind of observing a lot mm-hmm. of my, my, my landscape as well. Really, one of the books, um, which to you know my queen offered over to me, was mm-hmm. uh, The God, the Black Man, and the Truth by Van and Me, was really something that was a really eye-opening landscape for me, oh. as well as um, Dr. Joy DeGruz. Uh, post-traumatic slave, slave syndrome, syndrome was really tightening up the conversation for me because for a long time I knew what, I knew what the conversation was but I wasn't sure 100% how to fully articulate the back end pieces that can support these thought processes and I feel like those are two books personally for me that um, really shaped the conversation and, and solidified where I can be with this conversation with anybody that, that I speak to um, and, and, and whatever that gets to look like for you to, to start your journey, mm-hmm. um, if you're not on it or if you're on it and you're not certain what the next step is or which corner to turn, if you should turn the corner, then, you know, it, you know just be clear that it, it, it doesn't have to be a daunting task. It could really be one step at a time and how you get into this African conversation. And it can take years, but years can go like this when you're immersed in it. Years are going to go like really this. They're going to go like that <laughs> when you're immersed in it, it. It just, it happens. And all that time and everything just doesn't, and it doesn't matter. What matters is how you're connecting to your, your your African self, how you're connecting to what it means to be African in the space with other Africans and, and supporting other Africans and seeing their Africanness. Mm-hmm. So it, holding it is space. It, holding space. It's one, even if it's one person at a time for you, even if that one person is yourself for the longest of time. Mm-hmm. When you get there, and getting there meaning like you've gotten to a solid place to have the conversation, not really just... One hundred percent, because mastery is it takes time. It takes time. It's yeah. a journey. Um, a but when you get there in a confident space, then trust that trust yourself enough that you are the one that can hold space, whether it's for one person or one thousand, to have these conversations and make a real change space. for the community. Period. It's about holding the space. You get to hold the space and confidence. Hold the space. Who, who Go ahead spirit. and do it. Right. I mean, but do like, it. go ahead and do it. At the end of the day, Go ahead like, and do that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, let me tell you what. We got a lot of we got a, we got a lot of leaders in our community. We got a lot of people who have a mic. We got a lot of people who have position, who are speaking, who are opening up their consciousness into the space. Mm-hmm. Understand something: none of them have it all together. Yeah, none of them are a hundred percent, three hundred and sixty-five degrees. None of them. Mm-hmm. None of them. I have a very strict measurement, and. First of all, it's impossible to have it at 360 degrees because the matrix is ever-changing. Mm-hmm. Remember in the movie he said when you open one door, it unlocks another, and another, and another, and another, and this window is this big? The window is this big to be able to get between point A to point B would be undetected because they got eyes on you 24-7. The evil is, co- is around you 24-7, 365. When you think you sleep, the matrix is still at work. So it's impossible. I think myself into exhaustion, and sometimes I have to sleep for days at a time, mm-hmm. trying to find solutions that reach the people. Okay? Because it's about solutions. It's about getting free. It's about getting access and getting free. Right? And it's not about me by myself. No. So while you're on your journey... You don't have to know all the knowing. Just have enough character and integrity to say I don't know everything. In the academic space, which is where I'm primarily coming out of, the academic space, in terms of sociology and psychology and behavioral science, Uh it's a thing called a disclaimer. You got to give a disclaimer. Well, this work has certain limitations. Uh 
when you engage this work, when you take this information, when you receive from us, it has certain limitations. We are human beings. We have error. There may be, I have so many facts in my head and so much information, and I don't even give it to you the way it runs through my head. I give mm. it to you in practical application. Mm. It's not necessary for you to get all the jargon. You don't need that. That's not practical. You don't need the jargon. You need actions. You need ways to be with the being of the doing that's going to give you an immediate a, a result. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at with it. Because I don't want to jargon you. I know a lot right. of folks that jargon you, and unfortunately they are unreachable by the majority of the people. Right. Because they're talking in a way that is like, what? what the hell are you talking about? Like, who are you talking to? Because you're not talking to the people that need the work. The people that you're talking to when you're talking like that are the people who think they got it together and they're past learning. They can't learn no more. Also, you're talking to people as a means to feed your ego if you're talking in that sense. I feel like well, you they... are the all-knowing. And like... It doesn't, like, no. It, it is work. a very interesting conversation when I'm in a space with individuals who believe that they are in the knowing and they have foregoed learning. Mm -hmm. They stop learning an application for their lives. They begin to learn so that they can create, so that they can leave, because there is still another conversation inside of the white matrix of being the scribe mm -hmm. and leaving a legacy of works behind you. Um, how practical those works were? Mm. You know, the great majority of people who left books wrote books after they did the work. And then there are some people that never actually wrote books. They just did the work. So other people wrote the books for them about their lives. Um, yeah. hmm. So that's another conversation because sometimes you can't be all things, all people. So hopefully somebody get, took some notes or something. So I'm just saying all I have to say, like, don't look at the situation and the experience as being so big that you can't take a bite of it, of it out of yeah, it. Yeah, right. And that you shelter and that you cower underneath the consciousness of how big it is. It's not that big. One person can make a difference. Malcolm X made a difference. Mm -hmm. Malcolm X made an impactful, intense indentation in the earth's ripple mm -hmm. of space and time. That one person, mm -hmm. there were many people across the space and time before his spirit was brought into the space and it became what it needed to become to be able to create what it created. Mm -hmm. There were many bridges that carried him, bridges by, and they had names. Some of those bridges were people mm -hmm. with names. At the end of the day, some of them are mentioned in relationship to, to Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. Some of them had no name if it wasn't for Malcolm X, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But some of those people came into the earth space so that they could be conduits for the bringing forward of the Malcolm. Mm. It's unfortunate that he was taken from the people because his function was so much greater. Mm. But it was his journey that he be taken from the people. And then it was also our journey to now be looking back for 60 years saying, whoa, we ain't got that far. Yeah. In fact, our social landscape looks a little bit different, but technically, we're doing this. We are in the exact same spot we were then. And we're actually even in even a worse position. Um, by consciousness, we're in the worst position. By consciousness, we're in the worst position because of what has been brought forth since like the 90s of it kind of been a lull of sleep in how we're relating to our, to our social landscape in the black community. The idea of post-racial America and that thing has been ingrained. And you have young black people that were born with in, in born into that ideology. I got and you, now sis. it's coming it's coming back around. Not coming coming back around it's been there, but coming back around in the in the forefront of of what we're dealing with, what was happening in the civil rights era. And we're less equipped than we were back then. Absolutely. Because that's all we knew was the was was the fight for that 
as our thing. And we that did things by, but that journey was by any means necessary or finding the best route uh, through the civil rights leaders that we have. Now it's like, really, who is there as a leader? Where when we have people based on the consciousness that's been perpetuated over the past 20 or 30 years or so, a scrambling to just be, be in the forefront. Not even be right. But just to be in the forefront, just to be just, seen, just to be talking. It's edutainment now. Someone said it was edutainment. I think I was. I think it was Doctor Umar who said that. Maybe. Uh, it might. It might have been um, Tariq Nashi, one of them. It's edutainment. It's edutainment. That's right. It's something for a particular demographic. Um, but r- before we move on, uh, Brother Don't Joseph said, comes, yeah. "Black practical language and solutions. Black tact." Black Blacktacality. Okay. okay. And then our sister Michelle said, if you view it as healing you, it's manageable. And in healing you, it will help you heal and support the village. Right. Right. If we look at it in a way that is palatable to our being, because know that sick people need healing. And I need for you, I need for you to, one thing I need for you to do is shake off white center consciousness that has you thinking that you're not sick. Mm-hmm. Because let me explain something to you. It is an illness mm-hmm. to want to hug somebody who just killed a family member. They call that Stockholm syndrome. You are pulverized and petrified in your spiritual being. Forgiveness is not for the other person. If you want to forgive them, be sure yeah. to do so. Yeah, forgiveness a- is not for them. Right. See, a hug is a theatrical performance because that's not authentic. Forgiveness is something you do, like your Christian Bible would say to you, go in your closet. And what you do secretly, God rewards you openly. Mm -hmm. See, that was all a show. And it was inauthentic because now I've seen this kind of show before. And people end up in a real serious, severe mental circumstance. Because what happens is you feel like you betrayed yourself. Mm-hmm. You got shame because you're looking back at yourself, letting yourself down. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I stopped being silenced. Me personally, let me share you a story about me, my personal journey. Let's get it. I stopped allowing my voice to be stifled mm-hmm. for fear. Because I had to see me let me down every time somebody did that to me. So I will write your boss. I will write the CEO. I will roll up and knock on them folk door. I'm here. I need to speak to somebody. Let the janitor know in case they can pass the message on, just in case. But the I will, will check come. you in the moment <laughs> mm-hmm. that it is occurring in such a loving way that you know you've been spoken to. But you know what? Your behavior will be different next time. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. Brother Joseph said, I'm not hugging somebody who just killed a, a family member of mine, especially not that soon after it happened. I'm saying. For me, that's a muted, inauthentic reaction. Yeah. And, it, and, and, it's, and it's unfortunate. That's not even. That's not healthy. It's not healthy. And, it, and, it, and for me, it's unfortunate because. The fact that it was it was the youngest member in the family of the family, and, you know, understanding the kind of dynamic that he's grown up in, regardless of of the of the Christian and the, and the faith and like church, True. but also in the social media age and the kind of like publicity age, that's even that's helpful. crept into the place in the space. Like you said, it becomes theatrical. It's Let theatrical. me in, in his mind, I'm sure it was 
It was let me, let get me show a, let the me get world a, oh, a what, it, what forgiveness looks like. And but like you know what forgiveness looks like. That was the they show. They know what forgiveness looks like. She didn't ask for forgiveness. Forgiveness is for yourself. Do that on your own time. And yeah, people talk about oh, you can't tell people how to forgive. You can't tell people how to forgive. So that means he can't tell her how to be forgiven either. Forgiveness. And she doesn't. And she didn't ask for it. She didn't ask for it. Shortened sentence. You didn't get your rebuttal settlement or what have you. Because why? You already showed publicly. It's on record in the history books that everything is cool and hunky-dory. So so that's what we're dealing with. How how are we dealing with this with this age of technology and vis and, and such heightened visibility in our conversation? We feel we we're now what that puts forth is that we're in a space that we feel like we don't have a safe space to talk, and and it shouldn't and it shouldn't be like that, right? So we now it's like how do we deal with this these these public displays of how we well, how we we see ourselves? But we're in an age where we're screenshotting everything, screenshotting conversations, and sharing conversations in whatever group just because it's private or secret and all this type of stuff. And then, and how are you getting to the healing when you're allowing everybody to walk into your house to try to heal heal you for you? That don't work. And, and especially when it comes to letting people in the conversation that are proven to be a constant deterrent to you healing. Let's in make a safe space. This is about a couple, couple, couple white folks. It's like nothing against like white folks. Period. Let's be clear. But also, there's a psyche that that still lends itself to that. Yes. If you as an African are not allowing yourself to heal with other Africans, then you're de- you're providing you're 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 providing a detriment to yourself. You need that space. And I'm not all right with people who says, oh, well, you know, we can't have a separatist conversation or a segregated conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, whiteness on white people, on white people right. are a trigger for African people mm-hmm. and their healing. It's become. It affects their healing. I'm not going to have to force my African people with, I know, with the experience that they have had to have to sit in a space where now we got a kumbaya. African people haven't done their healing yet. Yeah. So they're not ready for kumbayas. At when, and even, even clinical, and I'm not a clinician, but even in the clinical space, your healing and your treatment plan happens in stages. Yeah. Your treatment plan happens over a course. They give you what is called a treatment plan over the course of time. So African people in this moment right now are not prepared to be kumbaya with white folks. Especially when you got Karens running around here. When every other day you got white police officers harassing black people for doing nothing. Nothing. There's a video today of a white woman. Oh, that video was stupid. Brother, call, brother says to the white woman, they live in a community or, or there's a park where the dog is supposed to be leashed. And he walking through the park. He asked the lady, can you leash your dog? It's the, it's the rule of the park. Now, you know, white folks don't like to be told to do nothing by nobody. Not even other white people. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's their arrogance. But specifically, not by no black man, period. Okay? So she gets on the phone, backs up more than 20 feet from where this man was, maybe even 30 feet away from him. First of all, she came up to him. And started walking towards him. Don't feel me. Don't feel me. Telling him what to do. Telling him what to do. And he backs up. He's backing up. Like, back up, back up, back up. Give give me some room. Like, give me social distance. Like, what, what? Why are you in my space? Back up. And then she backs all the way up and calls the cops. As soon as she gets on the phone with the police, she gets hysterical and starts panting like she's crying, like she's been running. And she says that this African man um, is, come, is aggressive towards her and her dog. 
She said he's he's recording me and he's threatening me while and he's putting a, on this dramatic aggressive. like oh, he's recording. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, like somebody was tracking, like somebody was running behind her. Meantime, she's over here choking up the dog because she's been holding the dog by yoking their, him by, by the his collar. right, and now he's she laying still hasn't down. The dog. She's hold, you're holding the dog by the collar the whole time, dragging him around this whole thing. And the dog is like, oh, like, what's but, happening right now? But then he, he laid down. He, he just doesn't understand down. your racism, miss. So he's wondering he what the down. hell is happening to himself. And she's just yoking the dog around until the dog finally lays down. Poor like, thing. You know, somebody call Peter ASPCA as well. Check yourself, lady. Psycho. And, then, and on top of that, you, you're doing this theatrical display over the phone for this guy. And he's and he, he she makes the call. The guy's like, "Thank you." I don't know why he said thank you, because he's like, well, he I said, "Thank you." I got your simple ass on the fucking on video. Being a but, whole psychopath. But at the end of the day, does it really matter? Because right. when the police come, they heard the recording, or they're gonna get word from whoever was on the other line. Right. And if you live in a society where you got other white people, uh, the Karens on on the on the call line. That, that call is going to go out to dispatch. It's going to sound different. Mm -hmm. And they're going to come on the scene already on 10,000. Mm -hmm. We saw a video with a Jewish guy recording a community where there's black guys being mobbed by a bunch of folks that live in that work in the store. The, 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 the thread said that they were Dominican. I don't know if they were. They definitely didn't look black. Um, jumping on these black guys. There's only and he, he was jumping on one guy, and the brother was saying... Why you got my brother on the floor like that? What's wrong with you? Why you doing that to him? Why you doing that to him? So he's trying to get to the brother through these other three dudes. And they literally just started beating these black men up. I mean, I'm talking about kicking them in the head, jumping on them. It's about nine of them that belong to the store. The butchers, the security guards, the managers, they're all beating on these men. Mm. Now, maybe they were stealing, maybe they weren't. But whatever they had, whatever you thought they had, was it worth a beatdown? Like, was it worth... That mm -hmm. they was yoking one up to the point they had three of them on one guy, like was it worth that? Mm -mm. But I've experienced even myself being in spaces where, as an African woman, people from other cultures that are not white but have access to some benefit in the matrix, mm -hmm. they are heavy-handed with African people, and they feel like they can do that. Mm -hmm. Hence, they had the nail salon issue with. The white, the, the 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 Asian folks jumping on the black mother and spraying her with acetone, and you know, and then they had another kid, you know, Harris, uh, got, um, uh, Nakisha, Nakisha, Harrison, nineteen ninety one, oh, was shot by a Korean store owner for a orange juice, Tropicana orange juice. It's fifteen years old, fifteen. I'm an adult. No fifteen year old is gonna sun me and come up in my store. Even if I, even if, even if you are stealing something, I'm likely to get it from you, or I'm you're gonna pay for it, or you're gonna call your parent. Mm -hmm. Whatever the case may be, I'm not putting a bullet in a 15 year old for orange juice. But how does that make sense? It's not happening. It's nothing that a 15 year old could do to me to make me want to shoot them, unless they're trying to shoot me. Because now. This is a whole other conversation because I'm fighting for my life. Right. But you can call me a name. You can spit at me. Whatever. They, like things that people get emotionally charged about. Like, right. oh, somebody spit at me. Somebody called me a nigga. Somebody said something about my mama. You know, the kind of stuff that black grown adults get charged about. What could a 15-year-old do to this grown-ass Korean woman to make her pull out a gun and shoot her? She's 15. That's crazy. 
right? So, you know, we, we got to be in this conversation around African unity. So that's the whole point of Africa Day. Because as long as we're not, we're, we're vulnerable. So when I get into the comments, um, I'm blessing. Thank y'all for, for, for being with us. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just thanking y'all in the, in the interim. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the soundbite. <laughs> we're talking about African Liberation Day and everything Thanks. in between. Yes. Um, getting there on that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brother Joseph uh, says, in, in, in response to a little bit of our earlier conversation, precisely that's why integration was not the best thing for us as a people. It dimmed our light as innovators because we were made to believe their light was better and brighter. Okay. And, then we, and then we acclimate to what's the confines and the conditions of what they've set. Right? Right. Crazy. Um, Sister Michelle says, look, every group could mm. have separate convos and it'd be okay except us. Yeah. Everyone can talk, but as soon as we have a talk, as soon as we want to congregate, as soon as there's more than five of us, what y'all doing over here? Can I join in? Why does it have to be black? Why does it have to Why be people of color? Why you ain't got no color? black? Why, Why you... can't more white people join? Why can't I join? No, I want to come and be nosy. I've never seen that. For example, for example, really quick, and we're getting, continuing to the comments, but so, so, Shouts out um, to, to to Black Urban Growers, which is an organization of, of uh, well, Black women who who put forth uh, you know uh, workshops and conferences um, to ignite the energy around Black food sovereignty, Black farmers getting in touch with the land, Black people owning the land, mm-hmm. not only, and stewarding stewarding the land, not in a, not in the sense of like taking away the what what slavery has done to that dynamic and putting it in the hands and power and growth in the hands of black people right and you know there was sharing the conference last year and promoting and you know and shouts out to them that allowed me to support in that um was seeing in some group some white woman was like oh why does it have to be black farmers why can can white people come no <laughs> I mean, in the day, it's it's a space like you, people are going to be in it, and it's going to be in it. It's still a public space, but the idea is about why. Like, let's have this opportunity and space for Black people to do what Black people need to do to get where Black people need to be. It should not have to be where we can have this space and has to be criticized. There's a thousand and one spaces for white farmers or white people to do what white that people do a do. lot of white people stuff. Right, white people do a lot of white people stuff by themselves, and your butt ain't invited. And and here it is, and it's like, and then I follow, I also looked at the rest of the page. He's a Trump supporter, and like all this type of basic, mm. basic, typical white consciousness, real white supremacist system stuff mm. on our page. So it was very typical, but it was just the idea, like we, we we can never be in a space where we can have a space for ourselves at peace, go through our stuff, cycle through it, heal it, workshop it, homework it, be with each other around it, and get on the other side of it. There's always a disruption in, in, in what's taking place in that process from other people, from outsiders, and it, and it shouldn't. And we no longer need to accept that. As well, a then case. there's also it's a about comment. being confidently in. This is a black space. Let it be a black space. I'll see you later outside in the otherworldly space. Mm. Period, and nothing else. Accept nothing else. We've accepted so much of that. Enough. Mm-hmm. Black spaces and everything that we do with this entrepreneur, especially entrepreneur and economics, um, food, sovereignty in every sense of the word, us getting back and understanding that, that, allowed, that should be allowed to be our space, period. No other questions asked. No debating about it. I said what I said. We said what we said. We're doing what we're doing, period. And I don't have to talk to you about it. And, you don't, and I don't have to care what you think. You can be mad all day and life will go on. Figure it out. 
Work your so situation. So what is your agenda to not have us have these conversations? And what are you fearing that you feel like you need no, to be No, white people just listen? nosy. They're just they're just nosy because they have a feeling they have a fear of missing out. FOMO. Mm-hmm. They got a fear of missing out and because they also don't understand that their they don't understand their position as a part of the matrix of oppression towards African people. And mm-hmm. African people have not actually expressed their concern. Only the squeaky wheel gets the oil, honey. Peace and blessings, Sister Natalie. Thank you for joining us at Hilton. Thanks. No, no, no. You can't come. Exactly. You can't come. But then there was an issue with <laughs> black people who want to include white people in spaces that are supposed to be for black people. Stop opening the door. Right under the guise that I don't want to I don't want to seclude the people. Why? Let me it's tell you something. There's a whole lot of Round tables that are specifically black people are not allowed. And if you show up, they will close the door in your face. Go to a white supremacist conference and see if they're going to let you in. I don't even want to go to no white supremacist <laughs> like. conference. It don't even have to be something like that. The higher you go, the whiter you go. Are you trying to tell me that in these professional capacities, your African behind can't raise to the top? The higher you go, the whiter you go. The the higher you go, the less likely you are going to be able to be African in the space. Exactly. The higher you go, the whiter you go. You have to employ things like code switching and things that code are switching adapt, and you got to like let me be a lesser form of myself in this space because it might be it might offensive ruin to what somebody. I ha- it might be offensive and ruin, and ruin what I have available within the, the, this construct that gives me money and gets me by. We need to let go of a lot of that shit. It's a problem, but it's a problem because it, this is our doing. So this is why African right. unity matters. This is why having a very starch and resolute conversation about mm-hmm. Pan Africanism. Mm-hmm. And about being African-centered, this is where this comes from. There's a lot of narratives and there's a lot of things that's in our space. And whatever mechanism you use for your spiritual fortification, whatever mechanism you're using to educate yourself, mm-hmm. whatever mechanism you're using to build up your confidence and endurance, mm-hmm. well and good, nothing. Everything is second to, second to African, second to being African. Mm-hmm. Because when you are African, you also have access to a land, people, backup, support you have access to this mm-hmm. and there's a need for the personal healing yes. internal healing that allows you because what happens is even wakanda wakanda said if them people come this way they come in and they're gonna bring their problems they're gonna bring their problems they're gonna bring their problems they're gonna bring their foolishness and they're gonna mess around and leave the oppressor and come over here and become an oppressor and look what happened infinity war they're going to come over <laughs> here and they're going to be an oppressor because they're going to bring their agent. They are Agent Smiths in the Matrix. They are programmed by the Matrix. They're not connected with that. They're going to come here with that foolishness and they're going to be destructive because the basic nature of this society is selfishness, mm. greed, mm. take, mm. use, mm. misuse, mm. selfishness. Like all of these things are legal and acceptable and encouraged in this society. And they can be passively, aggressively employed without you even realizing it happening as well. And we do it all the time. So sneaky, sneaky. We do it all the time. That's why I asked you, have you seen people thinking? Mm-hmm. Have you seen an African thinking? You might want to check in with that. Mm-hmm. Because you can see Africans thinking. Sister Michelle says, that's why I'm not for bunching us with people of color. Yeah, true, 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 but in Pan-Africanism, unfortunately, um, not unfortunately, but Pan-Africanism, um, 
Asian people are not are not included in a, in, a, in an African conversation. Mm-hmm. Asian people are not a, a part of the African continental conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of space and time, now there is a narrative that says that you know they are a part of the the tree of life, the tree of life being centered in Africa, et cetera, et cetera. Migration over hundreds of thousands of years, et cetera. Evolution, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a certain genetic code or a genetic wing in the family fam in the family landscape of mongoloid, a species of human being, et cetera, et cetera, which is well and good. Okay, which is well and good. But um, I'm here to tell you that in this people of converse, people of color conversation came to be because of our acceptance and what's acceptable from the matrix. We took that because somebody gave it to us, just like we took black. And how it came out of a black person who decided that it was okay to be black because this is a narrative that was given to you. If anything, that the matrix gives you anything, give it back. Because I'm telling you, it's tripping you. It it, it will trip us. So we get to accept our reality and we get to be with an African-centered conversation as our leverage. Because we have not considered an African-centered conversation. I don't know if you've been on the African Union website. Make it a parking place. Get on the website. Begin to study the African Union website. Begin to discover where where your abilities lie. There are plans in place. We as a community of people have access to a people. Okay, we're vulnerable. We have this conversation where we got all these um, oppressors out of the land, whatever they did. It's like, you know, back in the days, you know, they had the, the gangsters and whatnot, and if you wanted protection, you had to pay them something. How do these folks get to run through Africa and decide that because we're going to exploit you and you're going to let us exploit you and you're going to pay us and we're going to do this or that or the third to you and you don't have a choice? Like, first of all, what were you doing here? That's extortion. You don't have, you don't have claim. You cannot lay claim to this African soil. You cannot lay claim to these caves. You cannot lay claim to these resources. You cannot. So how did we end up allowing another oppressor, another cycle of a foreign presence to get into our African continent. Africans, that was for us. We were supposed to go back home. We was not supposed to allow our African people and leaderships to allow another oppressor with a new face mm. to come into that African continent and exploit those people. Right. Even though we believe, and I'm here to tell you, I have a theory about this. We thought that China's against America so they can be our friend. We can create politics with them. I shared a video of the of little African kids, six, seven, eight years old, learning martial arts mm. from Asian people, not the martial arts that we created hundreds and thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago, tens of thousands of years ago, when we were doing our military strategy. They've learned this new refined mechanism that's coming from Asian folks and being handed down back to Africans. And they're teaching our African children to speak Chinese. And they're creating these little 20, these little six, seven, eight-year-olds. In 20 years, they'll be almost 30. Mm-hmm. They will be the front line of authority in positions of power, in, in government, etc., that are going to make the, Af- the Chinese people that are going to come and live in Africa comfortable. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're beginning to create a social landscape that they're accustomed to through our children. This is how they do it. We should be able to see this. We should be able to replicate this so for our own benefit. Right. Get in front of it. 
They're creating schools just like they do in China where the kids are there living there, they're eating there, they have, et cetera. And family, what are we doing? And then we got black folks clapping. And we got Africans on the continent who are also agents of the matrix. Yeah. Africans on the continent who have been subject to an oppressive foreign force for over two, 3,000 years. Mm. They are also agents of the system. So Africans, we got a lot of healing to do. Yes, indeed. Um, we got a lot of conversations, a lot of a lot of healing, and we got a lot of checking to do. And we got some purging to do. Yeah. Because sometimes we're going to have to purge some of these people, circumstances, and situations that don't work for the, for the greatest good. Yeah, and be okay with that being part of the conversation, purge people, because a lot of times yeah. those people may also be your family members. A lot of times those people may be you know, your coworkers, your yeah. friends, people yeah. that are right in your circle that you've adapted to them being there for yeah. so long that you probably didn't even realize the fact that they've been a detriment. They're, pat- they're parasitic. To, yeah. To your adaptation to who you are, they've kept you from your from your greatest good. Yeah, and that's the hardest conversation to have sometimes because you that means one that means it's like you, it's the disappointment and that's what you've kept in your circle. It's a disappointment in, in yourself that you've used up that amount of time and energy with with people that you realize, damn, I've I've kept myself from myself by being in this person's space. So you got we got to do the work. You got to peel it back. These are the layers of our existence. You have to peel back the layers of who you are in order to get to to the truth. Saint Kofa, get back to yourself. Yeah, Michelle said, I don't care who it is. <laughs> okay, Michelle, get rid of them. Okay, no, just said <laughs> no, to, I mean, to like, your point. My wife always says we have to be keen enough to know what the insult is and whence it's from and where and whence it's come. It's coming. <laughs> whence it's coming. coming. Got it. Um, yeah, you know. I don't know that. And then, you know, a lot of us are, we've, we've gotten this conversation where we, we suppress each other. We, we suppress yeah. ourselves. And it's subconscious. It, and some of it is subconscious, some, some but some of it is out, it's, some of it is out of quote unquote necessity. Yeah. You know, the curse of the Willie Lynch is such that, you know, which is behavioral conditioning. It's not the curse of the Willie Lynch. Even if they negate, like I said to you before, family, even if they negate the curse of the Willie Lynch letter yeah. based on behavioral conditioning, it is a fact. It, it is proven. You can call it, it has a root want. cause. It is here. It is why our people are not processing the fact that you're making lemons, lemonade of lemons. You know this is a shit situation. Like, this is not our Africans' greatest good. Mm-hmm. This circumstance is not our possibility, our greatest possibility. It's yeah. not. We can no longer put this in the hands of somebody else. We can no longer put any blame or what have you in the hands of somebody else. We can no longer, yeah, okay, the quote-unquote white man's been doing what the white man's been doing. These folks do You know it already. So what are you going to do about it? Like, how long can you have a stale conversation around this stuff? We're in 2020, and there's too much education and information that's available. There's too many ways and and mechanisms that people have created for you to find your best good. Even if it's like 100%, it's a stepping stone to you getting to to that further research and unlocking the door. There's no excuse at this point, Pete and family, for us to be aloof about our existence and who's responsible for the going forward of it. Yes, we we we've got we've had a history of victimization and, and enslavement and things of that nature and and being backed down and redlining and Jim Crow and then everything and up to now in this current state, what are you going to do now with all of this knowledge? Because once you know, you can't unknow. And what you now know, what are you going to do with that tool of knowing? Are you going to let it sit, or are you going to put knowledge in application and actually create power? 
But there's a mechanism. How you know, our folks, you know, what happens a lot, what a lot of us, is, what I've seen is that we, 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 we collect this information and then we become edutainers and we haven't found any way to mechanize the outcomes. And then I hear people asking for things like jobs and housing and things like this. See, this is not the way of an authentic application if you actually understood what the African need because Malcolm's evolution was such that that might have been security, safety, community support, food, etc. is what was needed in the community. You know, at that time, there were social things that were happening, so they provided um, through through his faith, they provided, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, support for uh, individuals coming up off of the heroin, 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 heroin. Heron, heroin, coming off the heroin, getting off that heroin, you know, so, you know, that was what was needed, <laughs> <laughs> that was what was needed at the time, family, it was what was needed at the time, so at this moment, we have certain things that we need now, and we need a lot of affection and we mm. need a lot of opportunities for us to be open. Mm. And, you know, this social living landscape, which is called a social learning theory, we learn from each other. Mm. Who are you being in the world space? This is how we get in touch with the critical mass because we don't have the marketing budget yeah. that Bill Gates and all his cronies have. We don't have the marketing budget. Okay, so how do we propagate a conversation that allows us to impact our community in a way where we can create change and mechanize truth. Mm. Mechanize truth. How do we mechanize truth? We got our young people. I saw a sister today. She was asking, can, you know, she wants to go and fight with the public school system to put African education in public school. Eh. That one. Eh. Eh. Like, at the end of the day, African is a vibration. Mm -hmm. It's a breath. You know, in the Christian Bible, it says, God breathed into man, and behold, man became a living creature. Mm. When you breathe the breath of life, truth, into a dying or dead African soul, a new breath of life occurs within your being. I said, listen, I breathe life into dead bones all the time mm. on a regular basis. Mm. And people who may never have seen their reflection can suddenly see a beautiful, powerful, and divine African. Oh, and that's, that is powerful. And what happens when that also occurs is a sight that you can now see and a mind that you can now think with. The Christian Bible says, let him with ears to hear, hear, and let, eye, let those with eyes see. You can now see. I'm just using, I'm just using the word family. I'm just using the vibration in the words because you use the words. They're there. They're there. They are accessible. How are you knowing? How are you overstanding your mechanisms? Because I had a Christian beginning. I was Southern Baptist when I started this journey. Mm. And I've had many journeys along the way. And so many of our African family members, we have Learning curves. We're in a healing curve. Mm -hmm. So you want to mechanize. Your, whatever you're using needs to produce a fruit for you. It needs to allow you to get somewhere. What are questions are you asking? What are you trying to achieve? 
It needs to be traveling you somewhere. Something within you should be being different, becoming different, showing up different, evolving, elevating, and creating a magnetism in that is African. The African essence is a magnetism. Mm, it is. Feeling, it feeling is a now. frequency and a vibration that is a magnetism. There is no edutainer. <coughs> Excuse me, there is no charisma available for that. You can clap and you can tap dance and you can do all of that. That's well and good. Excuse me, thank you. There is no, oh, because I'm like, family, there is a power. So when we create that critical mass of leaders who have access to the being that Malcolm was, mm. We all have different functions. Some of us won't have that access. Mm -hmm. Some of us have our essence manifested differently. Mm. Manifest the di it, it manifests differently, but the essence and the frequency and the magnetism in the African vibration is what it is. It is the breath of life. Sister Michelle says uh, a place to heal is through food. Can't escape that. Food's that vibration, period. There's definitely vibration in the foods that we have from our African source. So Shay, that's right. She won't catch her breath. Got it? No, I'm just, we I'm did. just, I just want to be able to say, like, ding, 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 ding. I just want, like, I want people to be able to be mm. in the application to be able to create the result in others. Shay. So that it can be duplicated. Because we have leadership in Africa that is selling our birthright out, family. I'm here to tell you. Yeah. Africans across the diaspora know that. There are Africans over there in the continent. Because I be talking to, I'm international with minds player. Don't make no mistake about okay. it. International player. International out here all in the back end with the family. And they, they have complaints about some of the decisions that these folks are making that are detrimental to the African diaspora in the long run. When these folks make decisions about things, I'm telling you, what's happening now has been in the making for 50, 60, 70 years. So believe me, when they give you piecemeal, they already have 100 protocols that are going to undermine that. They have 100 protocols to undermine whatever piecemeal they gave you. Remember, they let Africans get out here and get the highest form of education. There was a time when reading got you hung. Yeah. Okay. Reading got you killed. Now Africans can get doctoral degrees, which is the highest form of educational accolade in this country. In this country. In this okay. system. Within the matrix. Mm -hmm. So believe me, now they allow you to learn so much, they have to ensure that the matrix programming is still effective. It's still effective. We have a lot of educated folks in the African community. African community is the highest educated women. But we're still not cranking out what we need, and there's a reason for that. Right. We're still cranking out the information the Matrix is giving us. You're regurgitating a whole lot of white folks over the past 120, 1800, 200 years yeah. of research, old research, where it had no, nothing to do with African people, with our essence at all, 
but you had to defend your study. Right. And even some so of the home. academics that you use sometimes, because some of, I know quite a few of my family members in the academic space in the family diaspora use other scholars. And some of these folks on your board will negate their research. Because you know, white folks' eyes is colder than black folks' eyes. And you know, white folks, many of them don't believe black people are as intelligent as them. Okay. So these are things for us to consider, family, when you're playing in the matrix. Know the rules to the game. Yeah. And know how to leverage your strongest hand. We haven't leveraged our strongest hand. The things that we're doing are distracting. And it's keeping us from the direction that will give us the biggest benefit. That's right. And it's intentional. Remember, whenever you get they give you something, there will be a hundred protocols in place to undermine whatever progress you make. Especially if it's on this soil. Especially if it's here. We looked at Gaddafi today. Earlier. Was it yesterday or today? We looked at Gaddafi. Blending together. I think it was earlier today. I posted today. it earlier today. Yeah. I think I posted it yesterday, too. But we look at Gaddafi. When America starts talking in our media about something, we look at Venezuela. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we look at Nicaragua. Whenever they start talking smack, it's because these individuals don't want to play ball with America. And they're trying to change That's the narrative right. as to how we feel about these folks so that they can use American dollars to send our military over and harass these folks. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Because America, for some reason is a puppet like this. There's a puppet master up there using the American dollars and our military, using tax money. And why we care? We pay it into the system. We use our blood and body. Our men are going into war. They're coming back, and they're not assets to our community because many of them have PTSD and different types of disabilities. Right, just trying to make it through. Trying to get through the circumstance that they live in. And even for those of that never seen war, they still come back different than they left. Mm. And... Something about the training takes them farther away from an African center. Uh-huh. So they're still not an asset to the African diaspora. So what are we doing? We got to consider these things. Are they worth it? Is it worth it? And where are we going? What are the choices that we have? What are we asking ourselves? Get connected to that African Union website. There's a lot of information on an African Union website for the continent. And we have to start thinking of solutions outside of the matrix. Because this is not our only stop. This is not our only access and our only possibility. It's us. Give thanks. Give thanks. Thanks for coming in, family. Yes, this is by International. Um, we want to talk about what's coming up. What's coming up? What's coming up? What we got going on? Yes, oh, Lord, family. Let me find it right here. Remove this conversation. You guys, are, you know, we, we try to make sure we give value. We add value. That's our mm-hmm. that's that's our thing. So we want to make sure that there's access for you. Um, so our next segment we're going to be working on is going to be African in business. African in business. African in business. Everything like? is about centering African-centered consciousness and using every mechanism that's available to us. So forward, unity, connection healing, support, and as we're doing business, business, exchange, listen, there's always been exchange of goods in the African space. wasn't necessarily always monetary, but there's always been an exchange of goods. Mm-hmm. So um, that's part of what I believe. I personally believe that we can actually shake the system by just, like, not participating 
Yeah, opt out. Lean in to one another and then become that space where we then, but that's a whole nother psychological discipline type conversation that I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, these folks about. couldn't get to the barbershop and couldn't get nails done and, and they, was losing the, they was losing their shits because they had to stay their butts in the house. We're going to talk about a TikTok challenge. How oh, about this for a challenge? Opt out. Do the opt-out challenge. Spend only when necessary. Opt-out of the matrix And try challenge. to send, try to work with each other only. But African in business will be centering African consciousness. We'll be talking about quite a few different things, developing the business, growing your business, um, customer service, cataloging, mm. um, research, business planning, um, and also mainly customer service and how this is going to apply to our landscape. Mm-hmm. Doing business with one another. Um, and one of the main things that always comes up is Africans always want something for free. You know, yeah. we'll go pay other folks top dollar and we don't haggle. We don't haggle. I've seen us in the store. I've seen us at PC Richards. I've seen us at Radio Shack. I've seen us at Macy's in Century 21. And we don't haggle. We pay them folks exactly what they asked for. And then we're going to walk out of there with our arrogance and we're going to tell everybody how much we pay for stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, this is beautiful. This is, oh, that's Mikasa. I paid $200 for this candy dish. But when they come to you, African, and undervalue you and take you for granted, African in business, come on, for the they family. want your this, stuff you know, free. Or they want discount. it. Get a discount. They want the family, what do you call it? The family hookup. The family hookup. No, the family this, referral this plan. Good, be blood. It know, works. It, it would work. If we were the collective, if we were in Ubuntu, right. it would work. But right. because we we've all decided to participate, when you went and gave them folks two hundred dollars for a candy bowl, because it was Mikasa, I had a sister back in the day, about I don't know, about twenty years ago, seventeen, eighteen years ago in Atlanta, she couldn't wait to tell me that she got a bowl from Mikasa. Ah, someone gave me some candlesticks, some candle holders that were from Mikasa for a birthday present, and she had to go get something. That was Mikasa from Macy's, and she paid two hundred dollars for a candy dish. Candy. I looked at her like she had fifteen heads. You know why I got these candlesticks, sis? Cause I ain't pay for them. Cause ain't no way I would have paid one hundred twenty dollars per candlestick. Cause you know they have to give me two. Cause you can't have. They'd sell them as single, but you gotta buy two because you know it's a set. Right. He gotta make a set. So I had got it as a gift. I would never paid one hundred twenty five dollars for a candlestick holder. That's crazy. I was so mad. Anyway, we moved to our space family. I've been evolving for a while now. (laughs) And I've been evolving my friendships and my space. But I'm saying that the same. We get to discuss um, African in business and our communication with each other and the way that we are in relationship. Because business is ultimately the relationship. African in relationship to others in commerce. Right. So we'll be having a segment and we'll be bringing on various businesses that we have vetted and we we don't co-sign much. Like, we don't make, we, we don't, don't hand out. This is about this big. I don't <laughs> co-sign nobody. Like, I have very high standards for integrity when it comes to your living experience, your behavior, and your life's work. So I don't co-sign anybody. So when we do, it matters. It matters to us. Um, it matters to me, and we hope that it matters to you because you know that you're getting quality. And it may not necessarily be, you know, from the what are these lists that they have? 
the Zagat magazine. The person we have for small business may not be in Zagat, right? Okay. It might not be on any blog sites, or it might not be over there in the matrix, all check, 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 you know, with all the accolades or what New have York you. York Times list or whatever. Right. 40 under 40 or 30 under 40, like whatever it might be. <laughs> but we have supported people that we know have been living the journey, mm-hmm. have been being authentic, and have consistently stayed consistent mm-hmm. with their conversation. Yeah. Um, because we know that this is a tough world. And it's a tough experience, especially when there's no spaces that are really, really cultivating an African-centered conversation. And navigating the matrix with that can be a challenge as well. So we want to support those people. And we want to lift them up. And we want to let them know that they're seen and that they're appreciated for being the difference that's different. Yeah. So looking forward to African in Business series yeah, coming stay up. Stay tuned for that. What are we doing? Wednesdays? Wednesdays. Yes, Wednesdays starting next month. June, whatever that Wednesday I think it's is. second. The second. It's June 2nd. Third. It's June 2nd? Third? Third. Third. It's June 3rd. June 3rd. African and business. Family. June 2 uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. This whole part of the conversation is the inspiration for the song, I'm Writing 30 Days, about keeping the doll in our community longer. Oh, Y'all continuously inspire me. Um, with these convos, so thank you. Beloved, we appreciate it. We're glad, and that's why we're here, to be in support of the community, to make the energy exchange, and also to be a different conversation. Because, yes, we talk about what's not working, and we check into it in a very sharp and precise way, because the closest distance between two points is a straight line. And we need to be urgent about our well-being and our wellness and our community support. Sister Michelle says, this was healing. Great job, and thank you for doing your part. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining in on the conversation, sister. We appreciate that. Shout out to Brother Shaquem as well, product guy. We see you, so we're doing the thing. Thanks. And shout out to, to you as well. Um, and, and, like, we let us know. Share your stuff, family. Share your stuff Share with your us. Share your stuff. We out here. We ready. So um, we want to be a supporter of the family and everything that you're doing. So... Um, and we definitely we hope we hope to establish village. So the goal is for us to work together as a unit, as a collective, mm-hmm. right? What we the hope is to come together as a unit and have the safe space where we know that there's integrity and there's a consistent exchange. Um, for sure. As an African, if you take, you should give. If you give, you should take. <laughs> this is African because this is balance. So granted, we give, and this is the space for us to be in a safe space when we creating and cultivating relationships with other people outside of ourselves mm-hmm. that they come in and they get to reprogram the matrix mind mm-hmm. and get to be pure, vulnerable, open, authentic, and, and just like be in a space where you're safe. Oh, like you don't have to worry about our people carry this, this rough exterior because we always got to be on guard towards each other. No more. Like that doesn't work. No more. I'm tired of it. Like I'm not here for it. So this is why the space this is this small, but you know what is in there? Peace. You know what's in there? Harmony. You know what's in there? Integrity. Authenticity. Authenticity. It's right there. That little space, it don't have to be a whole quantity. It's quality. But you know what? We need critical mass. In order to make the kind of change that matters, it can't just be five people. It has to, the the metric, the numbers, the sheer numbers. numbers. We need the numbers. So we got to take these small core people here 
And we got to expand this thing and make it bigger. And we got to fortify each other so that we can withstand, so we can hold back the river family. Because mm. you're capable to strengthen your mind and hold the space. Hold the space. If y'all ain't never seen me in action, you got to watch me hold some space. Okay. I, I put watch. a lot of work in. Okay. To be able to hold some space, family. Hold your position. Hold your space. Hold the line. Hold the line. Hold the line. Hold the line. Shouts out to the man Baraka. That's one definite one Woo! brother in leadership that we definitely approve of. We definitely stand behind yes. everything he's been hold doing. Hold the line. Shouts out to him. Everything he's been doing in Newark and doing the best he can because he knows what the highest he knows his people. Stuff. He's working with some stuff, and he's doing the best he can. We appreciate him and all he's doing on the Give daily, thanks. being on the ground with the people. So, so just appreciate that brother's that authenticity. Hold the line, hold the line, hold the line I for the brother Roz Baraka and all of our people as we do what we need to do. So, Give thanks. Um, so yeah, this is how my national radio. So we gonna we gonna break up out of here, y'all. You know um, how we do it, Carol. Carol, get, where you at? Carol, it's your bedtime story, your bedtime song. So you get Carol, where you at? <laughs> so we're gonna break up out of here. Um, as always, it's <laughs> I see yeah, yeah. So this is Sound Bites International Radio. Um, we think I'm joining us. Um, join us every Monday, uh, 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Facebook Live. Give but thanks. again, also follow us on Apple, po- <laughs> Apple Podcasts. And uh, Spotify, we are on yes. Spotify, Apple Podcast. You can follow the whole entire sound by its journey. All the journey. Um, all of our episodes up to now. We are in quote unquote season three, if that even matters in the podcast space, but that's what it is uh, of this journey. Um, and this this episode will be up shortly. So please join, follow us, leave some ratings on an Apple Podcast. Leave some ratings. Those star. things matter. We you know, know why? Because other people who haven't seen us. They won't be coming in because they see people seeing exactly. us. We in the uplift. Because you know how folks so do. Give us a five they gotta stars. see. They gotta see. Give you know, a, give us our five stars. Let's mechanize the matrix and, and support getting the truth about the truth That's in the space of where it needs to be, because we can need to affect. We need to affect that critical mass. That's shame. Yeah, that is. So we're gonna Thanks get up. So we're gonna roll out. You just you know walk out with us for a bit as we always do. No, nah, we do. Let's Nine turn his energy up right now. Turn it up. I am Turn it up. Style. Turn it up. Turn it up. Um, we're gonna Ooh. get into it. Shouts out to the brother AJ. Throwback brother. Give thanks, brother AJ. Thanks for always joining us, both of y'all. Give um, thanks, this, Brother Nyan, uh, for holding us, to, rock, rock out to this being too. with us, the family. Cult, culture is out now, Brother Nyan Bricks. This is I Am Culture with a K. Culture with a K. Featuring yours truly and the Brother AJ Throwback, a.k.a. Brother Joseph Goings. Shouts out to Bars, um, Bouncing That Radio Show Give every thanks. Wednesday. So, um, and on the road. So, tune into this. Somebody's national. One love. Rock out with us for a bit on the Let's podcast. do it. I walk the face of the earth with a boldness, which makes people ask, who sent you? I tell them I am. They tell me, that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, listen again, my affirmation is your answer. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Turn the reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of some chocolate mofo, yo. Anytime I'm on GoPro, yes. Liverpool high home growth. Uh-huh. Living spots with a coke 
so low. This is what foul morale so flow. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. To the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, started flipping the script. They fed me lines, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service, little cuz cock up with a dirty burn up. But bet I believed in me a thousand percent. Bet I achieved what I was sitting here to get. And I couldn't resist. Killing these niggas with their toxinness without a pop and piss over nothingness. Told myself I couldn't rock with this. Hanging with goofies, couldn't get rich. True blood suckers couldn't see bliss. Couldn't see shit. Chris Cold face, nigga. Nigga, they're wrong. I ain't regurgitating, percolating, singing the same song. I'm blessed all day long. Lame all day long. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power of fuck, nigga, I am. Some people might say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed, as in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the power of I am. Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to accept setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shit paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflecting from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact the color and gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, bars was shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat on my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aim's a pack out of the arena, inspire the future leaders with every line of the levers of guards and non-believers. Do what they can't conceive us, love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say, I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Body, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking a deserving lane, share about seats. I'm aligned with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up. Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. Reach the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the hi-hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn up, turn up. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth could deny the 